0: This is The Grid, presented by Victoria College. Victoria College is a public, open admission college. Our mission is to provide educational opportunities and services for our students and the communities we serve. For more information, visit us at www.victoriacollege.com to schedule your tour. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of The Grid. My name is Jeremiah Sosa, the assistant sports editor at The Victoria Advocate. I'm here joined by Mike Foreman, our sports editor, and we have a little bit of a special uh, podcast today. We we got an interview with brand new El Campo head coach, Travis Reeve. Mike went, went down to El Campo today to, to talk with Reeve, and uh, Reeve's going to be replacing uh, head coach Chad Worrell, and he was recently the, the Quero head coach from 2012 to 2019, and he was at New Caney from 2020 to 2022. But well, he's at El Campo now, and Mike went down to there to, to go talk to him. So uh, let's hear a little bit about uh, – from Mike's interview with uh, Coach Reed.
1: All right, Travis. First,
2: uh, let's go back.
3: Uh, how, how did this kind of come about? Quite, quite honestly, it's very unexpected. Um, you know, uh, obviously Coach Worrell um, decided to take the job, and, uh, you know, when that happened uh, – you know, I was uh, approached
2: by uh, you know, officials in the district here in El Campo, um, gauging my interest. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, the reputation that El Campo has and the tradition that El Campo has, you know, you're always going to listen um, to an opportunity like this. And then as we began to talk and they talked about what they were looking for, when I was looking for it, it became very evident that I think it's going be a great fit. It's worked out. It's worked out well. Yeah, a lot of people talk about this, but when you went to New Caney, uh, that was a big school.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that like? I know you had success there, but what is that like coaching at a school that size? Yeah,
2: it, you know, it was a lot of fun. I mean, there's, um, you know, there's there's different challenges, but there's also different rewards, uh, so to speak, when you coach at a big school versus a small school and Every every place uh, is unique, and my time in New Caney was was really good. Um, you know the district was first class in everything that they do, um, and uh, you know we, we were very blessed to have you know great kids and and you know success there. Um, but uh, you know after having been in Quero, you know for 14 years and being in a one school one town place, and um, you know our family just felt
4: like um, you know what what fits us best is, is that type of setting. And, uh, you know, El Campo, uh, is, is exactly what we were
2: looking for. If we were going to leave a place
1: like New Caney and it just so happened that it, that it worked out well. So what are, what are some of the first things you do uh, when you
3: come into a program? Uh, obviously I know you got to get your staff together, but what are some of the first things you do like with, with the kids you have? I, I think, I think coaching, you know, uh, is all about relationships, and I think the foundation of your program is that trust that
2: you build between, you know, coaches and players, um, you know, uh, uh, you know the, the, the relationships that you have with, you know, the staff on campus, whether it's coaches or teachers, and then obviously the community, and so, you know, the, these first few days, uh, my focus has been on just getting to know our kids, and um, getting, getting to know our coaches, and uh, trying to, to begin to build those Uh, relationships, you know, with all the stakeholders in uh, Ricebird Athletics, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh,
1: Obviously, uh, looking back over the years at El Campo a lot of success, but it's been known primarily as a running Mm -hmm. type team, Mm -hmm. and I know you come from places where you're very multiple and like to throw the ball.
2: How do you kind of make that, you know, the cultural change to where... Sure, sure. But, you know, one of the reasons why we've always been multiple in offense is to try to fit, you know, or play to the strengths of our kids. And um, and so, you know, we, we do. We want to be balanced on offense and throw it and run it. But some years we may not be able to do one or the other. We've got to we've got to be more run oriented, or we've got to be more pass oriented. You know, I, I talk to our kids the first day, and um, that's what we want to do, but. Requires that you're committed to doing the extra, as far as getting up and throwing and catching the ball every day, if, if to be good at it. And, um, and so we'll see what our strengths are. We'll play to those strengths, but you know, over time, our plan is to develop, um, you know, an offense that can, that hopefully can, can take advantage of the run and the pass. Um, now,
3: this is one of those kind of unique situations where you're in Region Three in
1: football. Region four and a lot of other sports. Uh, obviously, I guess you're aware of Region three, the you know that area of East Texas. Uh,
2: obviously, it's the competition is pretty stiff. It is. It is. You know, my my oldest son Blake is coaching at Chapel Hill, and uh, so uh, through that. I've got a chance to watch a lot of those teams. Uh, And and obviously, uh, like you said, very good competition up there, very well coached, a lot of athletes. Uh, But at the same time, um, I don't see them being any different than what we have here in El Campo. And uh, I know they've had some really good uh, games with with those teams in those districts over the years. And, and, um, you know, but I I think that, uh, that we have what it takes here to be able to compete with those teams and, um, so you know, uh, if you want to be the best, you got to be the best. And so that's what we got to do. Uh, do you, we you all play seven on seven? We will. We will. Yeah. We'll play. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure where and when yet, but um, you know, seven on seven is very important to us for development of the passing game, what we talked about, but also um, you know, uh, being able to defend the pass. And then especially this year, coming in, you know, late spring. Uh, it's going to give us an opportunity to uh, to get some s- somewhat game experience, so to speak, with what we do, um, you know, so that we can learn and, and continue to improve over the summer.
4: Uh, I know you still have a lot of friends in Quero. Uh, and, of course, we talked about this. You open the season mm-hmm. at Gobbler Stadium. Yeah. Uh, I guess that would
2: be kind of a unique experience, won't it? It will. It will. You know, we've we've got a lot of lifelong friends there in Quero. and it's been a lot of great years. And, um, you know, obviously have a tremendous respect for, um, you know, everything about Quero. And so opening up the season, uh, being on a visitor sideline will will certainly be a first for me. Um, But uh, uh, but I think it's going to be, you know, a great way to open the year. It's going to be against a really good football team and you want to play good teams early on to see where you're at to get ready for district and uh there's not many better than uh, the coral gobblers uh also you know this happened well i guess before your
1: change uh your brother charlie uh, was named the head coach at victoria east Um uh, just uh kind of give me your thoughts about his opportunity and uh maybe a chance of y'all to playing when realignment comes. Yeah. Around. Well,
2: you know, I think it's a great opportunity for him. And I'm, I'm really excited for him. I'm excited for Victoria. Um, you know, uh, not only him, you know, there at East, you know,
4: Courtney Boyce over at West, um, you know, there, there's two coaches in Victoria that um, are from Victoria and, you uh, and,
2: uh, you know, I've had success in Victoria, and I, I just think that it, it can only be a great thing for, for both schools. And, um, you know, I know that, uh, um, you know, he, he's going to do a great job there with the kids and, and the community. And, and I, think, I think that, uh, uh, you know, really good things are ahead for, for Victoria East. And I, I look forward to watching. Uh, and then as far as realignment is concerned, you know, we do have to be able to keep the peace uh, at uh, at home on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so, uh, whether we play each other or not, I, I don't know yet. Uh, we'll see. But uh, uh, certainly, they they would be a, a tremendous opponent for us as well. But um, you know, uh, compete against your family that that, that would be uh, that'd be different. So we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll kick that can down the road. We'll
0: cross the bridge when we get there. All right, there you heard it first from Travis Reed and uh, Mike Foreman. All right, we're going to continue with the podcast. But before we do, let's uh, take one quick break to hear this ad from White Trash Services.
5: I'm joined by BJ Nelson. BJ, White Trash Services, what is it and and, and what do y'all do?
3: Well, thank you for asking. We gather trash in the counties around the Crossroads area. We've been in business for eight years, and we have dumpster, trash can, and roll off of companies.
5: And you know, y'all are y'all are big advocates for for sports throughout the Crossroads region. Just what makes y'all want to sponsor uh, all all high school sports throughout the Victoria area?
3: High school sports are amazing. One, they keep kids out of trouble. It teaches them about character, teaches them about right and wrong, uh, how to do better in life. You learn a lot of life skills in sports and especially football.
5: And how can someone get a hold of white trash services to start their service, rent a roll-off, or apply to be a part of your team?
3: You can give us a call at 361 550 one eight two six. I have a team of ladies that answer the phone and gentlemen. So give us a call anytime 8 to 5 during the day and uh, we'd be happy to visit with you about any of those things.
0: Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, it's time to get into to some recent sports. Uh, Victoria West boys and girls soccer teams they recently played in the area round of the playoffs. Uh, the, the Victoria West boys, they lost to Brownsville Porter 4-0. Uh, to they, they end their season 14-5-2. Uh, this is their second playoff appearance in the last 10 years for for West. Um, but, you know, just being at that game yesterday, uh, it, it was had in Corpus Christi at Cabinet Stadium. Um, y- you could just tell the, the experience from Porter that they had. Um, you know, th- this is a team that they were riding an 18-game winning streak Entering the game, and they've they've only missed the playoffs two times since 2000, and COVID uh, that COVID season was one of them. So this is this is a team that's used to you know having deep runs in the playoffs, and you know just the coaching stuff, they they know what it takes to you know win these these uh, big playoff games. So I think that was that was something that Coach uh, Avila mentioned to me after the game. Um, you know just that experience that the Porter team has over a West team. That's kind of that was kind of a major factor in, in, you know, West following that game. The Victoria West girls, they lost to McCallum Memorial 3-0. Um, Memorial forward, Kennedy Kaiser, she ended with the hat trick uh, for all three goals for uh, the Mustangs. And that game was was kind of similar to to the West boys game that was held, uh, you know, before that one. The West couldn't really do anything on offense. They, they got off a few shots on goal, but it was really it was kind of a similar situation with Memorial being a more experienced, uh, you know, playoff team. Uh, the Victoria West girls, they've, they've made the playoffs the past three seasons. And last year they made it to the regional quarterfinals and, you know, they were hoping to make it back, but you know, they ran, ran into this Mustang team that, um, you know, it, it, just on offense, it was, it, it was really Kaiser that she, she kind of stepped up for her, for her team. She had two goals within a three minute span in, in that second half. So, It was just a a tough way to go out uh, for Victoria West. We still have a few area teams uh, competing in soccer. We got El Campo Boys; Uh, they're going to be playing Mejia at 7 p.m. at Brennan on Friday. Uh, We also got the Bay City Girls; they're going to be playing versus Columbia at 6:30 at Bay City. Calhoun's going to be playing Needville at 6:30 p.m. at Needville, Uh, and then we also got Beeville, who's going to be playing. Corporate's Christie London, at 8 p.m. at the Kevynist Athletic Complex. All right, we're going to take one more break and hear this uh, commercial, uh, commercial from Thriven Financial.
5: Thriven is a proud sponsor of The Grid. Thriven believes money is a tool, not a goal. Thriven Financial advisor Carly Herrick works with clients to create financial strategies that reflect their priorities and help them protect the things that matter most, like family and giving back. Currently can be reached at 361-223-7883 or connect.thrivent.com backslash true-path-planning.
0: Right, welcome back to the last segment of the podcast. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about some some softball and baseball. Mike, Mike you were recently at the Weimar versus Shiner softball game. Uh, number six ranked Weimar. They defeated... Number twelve ranked shiner, eleven to four in a district twenty nine two eight matchup. Um Weimer now Weimer is now at the top of the the district with uh Ganado with only one loss. And Mike Re- Reagan Wick earned the, the win for Weimer. You know, how impactful was she in that in that win for for Weimar and you know what does this uh, win kind of do as far as like the district standings?
1: Well, Reagan Wick, again, showed she's uh, one of the premier pitchers in the state. Uh, She had one rocky inning, uh, Shiner, which is a very good hitting ball club. uh, They had four of their eight hits in that inning, and they scored three runs. Uh, She had some location issues that inning, and they took advantage of it. I mean, Shiner, if you make mistakes, they're going to make you pay. Otherwise, uh, she was pretty dominant. Uh, The last, I believe, four innings, she allowed two hits. Uh, had seven strikeouts. Uh she's she's a veteran and uh there uh she's also trying to learn new pitches, which helped. She used her change up a couple of times uh that night. It was kind of a weird night in the sense that the wind was blowing. It looked like it was blowing in and then uh there was some intermittent rain and uh it was kinda of cool and rainy. So it was kind of a strange night for a game, but uh what that did is uh, now Shiner has two district losses uh, and uh, Weimer and Gennado each have one. And uh, Weimer and Gennado have a game coming up in Gennado. And uh, Gennado still has to play Shiner again. So this could be a very interesting finish. And one thing I do expect is uh, to see all three of these teams make a considerable run in the playoffs. And I would not be surprised at at all at the uh, regional final came down to one of these, t- these two of these teams with the opportunity to go to the state tournament. And, uh, you know, while I'm on that district, I, I should bring up that this, this Friday night is the uh, big uh, showdown between Flatonia and Shiner in baseball. Of course, the Comanches are ranked number one in the state. They've been there all season. Uh They took care of Weimer Tuesday night ten to three. uh They're going to be playing uh Flatonia team, which is unbeaten in district as well. Um, I know Flatonia beat uh Weimar theirs was a closer game, I believe it was three to one. but uh you could have two of the top pitchers in the area going against each other with uh Ryan Peterson from Shiner and Titan Targosh from uh from Flatonia. Uh, Peterson has already signed with Sam Houston State and Targach uh, committed uh, last year to uh, Texas A&M. So you have two outstanding pitchers that could be facing each other uh, this Friday in uh, Shiner.
0: And before we go, we have one announcement for all local businesses. We still have sponsorship opportunities for this podcast, as well as the upcoming varsity cup awards um mike i know you were at the the varsity cup awards last year and kind of just explain to to you know potential sponsors you know what what the varsity cup awards is and you know what it does for you know our local athletes
1: well this was actually a uh, program that was started up in east texas and it uh we came down if they came down here with it our sister papers up in longview uh and tyler uh it's a way that we can honor uh student athletes from schools around the area, certain schools from around the area for not just athletics but also academics and community involvement uh, there we select a uh, male and a female athlete of the year uh, which is based upon you know their athletic achievement, their community involvement, and of course academics uh. I can tell you last year it was uh Jordan Kelly from Refurio and Seely Metting from Yorktown were our two uh athletes of the year uh well deserving um those two I know uh will go on to do great things and uh there's a number of awards we give awards for each sport and then we have some outstanding uh you know uh special awards that we give for like academics, community involvement, those kind of things. So if you're really interested in getting involved, this is a really good way to get your name out there and to uh to show that the uh the athletes around in Victoria in the area that you that you really uh you appreciate what they do uh just give uh, Kyle Motal a call here at the Victoria Advocate, and he can tell you how to get involved. We'll have another uh, varsity cup banquet. Uh, usually it comes in May after the state track meet. So, uh, you know, if you want to get involved, like I said, give a, give Kyle Motal a call, and he
0: can help you out there. Well, That's going to do it for this episode of The Grid. Um, from me and uh, Mike Forman, which we want to appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll see you uh, next week i okay.